Hello, good morning everybody. This is Perrin Lovett back for the Prepper Post News on uh, Tuesday, April 12th, 2022. Uh, recording this one a little sooner than I wanted to, but uh, we'll see if I stick with this or do one uh, a little later. I don't know. Welcome back. Great to have you here on the audio-only podcast uh, edition of the show. Uh, what's left of it. Uh, still not really sure what the future of the show is. Um, so we'll just wait and see. But, you know, I, I keep... Lately, I've been knocking out the uh, some of the longest episodes ever. Which is, you know, it's, it's, it's weird. It's a little... Uh, <clears throat> It's a little strange for me. I, uh, I, without knowing at all what I'm doing, not being a broadcast professional in any sense of the word, in fact, not even paying attention to broadcast ever, uh, I was I was still looking forward to kind of you know easing from the 22 minute mark to the 40 minute mark and then making you know making this like a two hour a day real show you know maybe on the internet radio with the ability for uh, interaction with the people. That's you. Not not much. Not not maybe like, you know, like a call in, like 30 minutes of call in on a Friday or something. I don't know. But and then and then and then Yeah, here we are. Okay. I got some stuff for you today. Uh heretofore, we've been linking up the show notes at freedomprepper.com. If you go to freedomprepper.com, you'll certainly find the link to the, uh, at least to Anchor, where the podcast is based. Um, and heretofore, there's been uh, show notes, used to be written show notes that, that made sense on their own. Now it's just a link to the stuff that I talk about. Um, I will try to keep putting up the most important stuff. Uh, there is absolutely nothing to stop you from doing independent research about things that I talk about, such as no internet. Oh, there we go. There, it's back. That, well, there's, thank you, France 24. Like, you could go to France 24 and look up right now, today, whatever today is, the uh, results of the first round of the French elections. And it's, uh, once again, it's uh, Macron versus Le Pen. And this will uh, go to the runoff, which I think is uh, next, this coming Sunday or next week. The 20, what is it supposed to be? I think on the 24th. Very close. And the uh, the usual suspects are again, well, you know, that's, <laughs> that didn't even load up. But, you know, why not make your election... You know, here in, in the, uh, the the former United States, we like to have our, our, our night of uh, fraud and uh, uh, deceitful coups. Get it over with on one night. Uh, we, well, you get to vote one day. They start tallying the votes at night. Then they stop. And then uh, after hours, illegally, all the fake votes come in to sway the election how the, uh, the system wants it to go. In France, it's kind of like that, but it's it's spread out with multiple rounds over a week to ten days. It, it's you know every to each their own. But uh, again, I would suggest that uh, Le Pen is just about the only choice if you uh, if you people in France want to avoid uh, major unpleasantness. 
Uh, but anyway, may the best frog win. I say that as a Francophile, loving you folks. See, you could you could go to France 24 or some other news source and look up, uh, like type in Macron or Le Pen. Uh, I always find it interesting that you know, if you, you know, the people that like, oh, I I don't know what you're talking about. I can't I can't listen to what you're plainly saying. Nor can I find any. You, there's no link to click. But if you give them a link to click, or if you if you put everything right there, they still don't get it. And you're like, oh, well, I, 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 read, I read the report, I read the report, but I don't understand it. I, I would, you know, <laughs> whatever. Yeah, not my, not my problem. God forbid somebody go to something as exotic as, you know, Google or Yandex and do like a little free-range search. But uh, anyway, if you do, why did I put this in here? Uh, this is something I was looking at. Um... You should probably look at this too. This one may not make a lot of sense. If you have trouble finding information, free range information about elections, this will make absolutely no sense to you whatsoever. But it's uh, a little popular economics write up that Steve Keen did last year, last May, almost a year ago, about the uh, reducing debt via a modern debt jubilee and his mechanism for. Uh, <laughs> Taking the approach that, hey, it's all fake money. We might as well just print a whole bunch of fake money to pay off the other fake money and then, you know, uh, you know, nationalize that and then kind of just dissolve it. But uh, he makes a whole lot of sense. Why was I was looking at this for a reason. I was looking for something else for a reason that I can't remember now. And I, I came across this. I'll figure it out. But you can take a look and just see what you think. Now, if, if you don't think, and you're like, well, y'all made a contract, deal's a deal, uh, read the whole contract and see if everybody's honored their part. I would suggest they haven't. But, you know, if you want to keep, uh, you know, you know, the devil loves a contract. So if you're a Satanist, you know, don't don't come back to my show. Um, I, I'm kidding. Yeah, you just go look it up. I'm sure you'll understand. Why did I have this? What is this? Oh, oh. I, this this stuff kind of makes sense. I'm I'm going off of my notes here, without really having notes. So I somebody linked up a tweet that contained a link to a YouTube video, en français that I have not even looked at yet. Uh, this whoever this was suggested you may need to translate this. I the other day I was reading something that contained a French paragraph. About uh, about about uh, Brandon and Boris's special forces uh, helping the Nazis, and there was a French paragraph, and I just read right through it at full speed, and then I I, I thought, wait a minute, why was there an extra e on the end of some of those words? And blah. Oh, that was I, I did really good reading the French, but uh, listening to it, I I probably could not understand what these these guys are saying, but I think what this is is a uh, a comparison of the Russian economy, reality-based economy, based on real value of tangible things to the rest of the, uh, the fake, where Western, dollarized, uh, inflated, financialized economies. I think this is what this is. I haven't looked at it. I, if, if I link this up, you could look at it. Or, God forbid, you know, you could do some research on your own. <laughs> and I think this goes to the point I was making yesterday, that it's my suspicion that the reason that everybody's always saying, 
Russia has the economy of of a, of a micro micro Polynesian uh, tiny little society. <laughs> well, it's because they, you know, because half of their profits don't go to repaying debts of money that doesn't exist. They just pay for things that are real, you know, like like coal or uranium or uh, you know a Lada Vesta. Fantastic car. You can't get it. Uh, things that are real. We'll find it. Well, I'll I'll look at that or not. I don't know why I had this all together. What is this? Oh. Now this is uh do I even want to comment on this? You know what? No, no, I do not. That is just enough of this. Let me get rid of that one. That makes what is it? Oh, here we go. So uh going moving on to the uh Think of the uh, the situation in Ukraine however you want to. Most people don't think. I, I've noticed that my neighbors are beginning to, some of them, put up little yellow and blue uh, Ukrainian flags, either on their outside their houses and their windows, which is great if you're supporting the people of Ukraine. The people. That's one. Maybe you are Ukrainian. I don't I don't know. Not my business, but you know, if you're buying this idiotic narrative of science fiction that we need to stand with the Nazis. Is, it, is this where I had the picture? Yes, yeah. If you're standing with this Ukrainian, we got this uh, right sector Azovian uh, thug, big guy, big guy, big menacing guy, and he is menacing a priest. And the priest is all withdrawn in fear, and he's kind of backing up, and the thug is being a thug. And the poor priest is standing there in front of a cut in half tree in front of a bombed out collapsed building in a pile of rubble and uh, if you're supporting this uh, th these are two Ukrainian men by the way this is what you're supporting you're supporting a thug with let's see he's got his right sector uh, badge on his arm right sector on the back of his uh, plate carrier just below that is uh, uh, I guess that's the unit it's in Cyrillic but in between the Cyrillic unit and the right, the right sector emblem is the SS uh, Galinson, the Panzer Division SS, the Schutzstaffel. Not that he's a Nazi or anything. I mean, yeah, he's there with his, uh, can't tell if that's a, a really good Kalashnikov with a cool adjustable stock or if he's carrying an M4. Could be, you know, either way, your, your taxes probably paid for whatever it is. He probably shot that poor man uh, after this picture was taken. You support that. That's your business. Um, but not me. This picture comes courtesy of uh, Andre's site where he's, jeez, uh, he's commenting on Lieutenant General Ben Hodges, uh, former commander of the U.S. Army Europe and now affiliated with some <coughs> uh, fake CIA think tank. Talking about how we got we got the U.S. got to move fast, you know. We can fill the gap and get in there and uh, you know counteract uh, Russia with force, even though we don't have anything to use. Um, Andre just talks about how this man literally knows nothing, literally knows nothing, which is you know it's great. People that don't know anything, the blind leading the blind, you know, in America. Um, 
make of this what you will. I, I keep, if nothing else, you can look at this as maybe a preview of what might possibly be coming to a country near you, whether you're in France or Canada or, uh, you know, Nebraska. Not so much Nebraska. Um, Florida, <laughs> New York, California. Pay close attention to some of this stuff. What is this? Oh, I had to, uh, I, I think, I, got, I may have to backtrack on something. Sometimes I get it wrong. I'm still not 100% sure, but it may in fact be that Boris Johnson did go to Kiev. Uh, and I'm reading a French foreign, this is a YouTube video from the uh, from somebody, a former French foreign legionnaire who uh, still still writes it as uh, Kiev, but it's Kiev if Boris is involved. It's a, about a three-minute video of Boris and uh, the comedian staggering around, protected by a legion of uh, stormtroopers. And what what really might be, this is too big, too big and uh, of a scope to be a soundstage. I thought maybe this is London. It doesn't look like London. It, I think they're in. I think that he was really in Kiev, uh, which kind of proves this point that hey. If, if, it's, if this is not staged, then he really went there. He was allowed to go there. He probably brought Zelensky back with him. And they went walking around babbling. And uh, at the end of the video, it's kind of touching. Some woman, a good townswoman, comes up and she presents both of these uh, austere world leaders with uh, ceramic chickens. Uh, so I don't, maybe it's some sort of cultural thing. You see somebody with a Ukrainian flag, uh, snap them a Roman salute, and then ask them what the ceramic chicken means uh, in in to the, the 12th SS Panzer Division. I don't know. But anyway, they're walking around. This city looks pretty intact. People are going about their business. Cars are driving around. I noticed that the traffic lights are still working, and that at no point did a, uh, did a Russian cluster bomb... Uh, hypersonic nuclear uh, high-capacity assault rifle bomb come in and kill them. It's it's almost like nobody cares that these two fools are uh, staggering around wherever this is. I don't I don't know. Nor do I really care. Um, <clears throat> but uh, <laughs> more and more information about SAS and Delta forces apparently held up with their Nazi friends at the steel plant in Mariupol, and literally just desperate, desperate, desperate to get out for obvious reasons. Apparently, this is this oh this is the French. Uh, uh, they they have been there since uh, le début de la guerre, since the beginning of the war. Before the beginning of the war, they were there. Why were they there before? Well, they were trying to uh, advise and assist with the pending uh, Ukrainian extermination of the uh, ethnic Russians in the Don. Um, you know, either pacify them, convert them, run them into Russia, or wipe them all out. <clears throat> Which is, you know, the it's the acceleration of what's been going on for the past eight years. Your military heroes, you need to, you need to thank these heroes for their service. They have been over there uh, helping to exterminate innocent people that didn't do anything. I mean, you can be proud. Fly your little flags and be proud and... Uh, <laughs> you know what? It, it, 
how much patience does Vladimir Putin have? I mean, if this is what's being published in a French newspaper, you know that GRU knows exactly what's going on. They know exactly who's there, where they came from, why they're there, and why are they holding back? <clears throat> I mean, obviously with those guys, they really want to get them and have a talking to, uh, get some information out of them. But... Uh, where did they, which bases did they come from, and how much longer is this going to be tolerated? Because, is this where, uh, where did Lavrov come in? Speaking of coming in, so uh, the Slo Slovakian government was, was bribed by the Empire to send its only S-300 Soviet uh, SAM system to the government in Kiev to shoot down them Russian aircraft. Remember, the Russian Air Force was totally destroyed, the Russian army was vanquished, and uh, the Russians had been pushed back to Moscow. But you still need uh, a pretty good air defense uh, missile system to shoot down their planes that have already been shot down. Because, because narrative. By the way, I don't know how the Russians, uh, uh, I don't know how they've done anything with the, uh, the resurgence of the uh, Delta Cron uh, Delta Cron, as Azov Cron variant of the very real coronavirus. I, I don't. It's almost like it's a big hoax and it's full total bullshit. But anyway, this uh, we're not sure how many pieces of this uh, full system there were. Uh, we do know now that every last one of them was delivered to the territory of the government of Kiev, where it was promptly destroyed by the uh, the Russian Air Force that they would also have you believe has been destroyed. So it's, you know, it's like the one side is just spinning wild lies. Slovakia, you probably didn't need that thing anyway. I mean, as soon as they turn on this, like I said before, as soon as they turned on the single, you know, your 400, 500 system, I think it has like five radars. It presents a pretty nice triangulatable system. The 300 is just one simple radar. The second you turn it on, it becomes a target. And uh, by the way, then they also had been watching the border. They watched this stuff roll in. They let it get set up, and then they bombed it. Uh, why? Well, to uh, Lavrov is uh, adding now to the uh, to what does it mean to de demilitarize and denazify Ukraine? Well, there are other objectives also, like pushing back against NATO expansion that we, we, you know, NATO had promised multiple times. Beginning in the 40s, all the way up through the 90s, maybe even this century, promised. Hard promises to the Soviets and to the Russians. We're not going to expand, even as they expanded. We're not going to expand. We're not coming up against your borders. We're not, we're not going to put nuclear missiles right on, you know, five minutes from Moscow. We're not, and then they do it. And now they're being pushed back, uh, which is one of the, one of the goals, the below-the-surface goals. The other one would be to uh, begin to put an end to the... Uh, the U.S.ian uh, dominance of the world, most of which is fake. And where did, did I lose? Krubby Dubby. No. But they're doing it. They're doing it. The U.S. is helping by, you know, going bankrupt and dissolving itself. To that point, Global Times has a wonderful write-up uh, about this. Uh, what's the, the headline of this is great. How the U.S. spread biological poison ethnic division, and ideological antagonism around the world. Uh, this is really, it's a longer 
op-ed than they normally do. Well worth the reading. They talk about since World War II, there have been, where did it go? There have been like 248, yeah, here we go. Since World War II, from World War II until 2001, there were 248 substantial armed conflicts worldwide in 153 locations. Uh, the U.S. initiated 201 of those. So 80% of your uh, wars since World War II brought on by the, uh, <laughs> the Ware West and the U.S. Empire, mostly to make money for foreign Satanists, people who literally worship the devil and as part of that want to rob everybody and then turn around and kill a lot of those people. They got to they got to leave some for the future so they'll have more people to rob and kill in the future. But other people in the war and Americans, you know, you know, it's not just the boomers, Gen X, a lot of us. A lot of us benefited from the uh, the position the US was in at the end of World War II. When you're when your country still has a functioning economy, it's still a uh, a sovereign nation of relatively decent, intelligent people, and you have more than half of the industrial capacity of the entire world. You make everything. Uh, you're in a position of power. And then when your when your currency replaces the pound, you get more power. When you're lo no longer tethered to gold, you have more power, but you start to lose wealth because the wealth goes to foreign Satanists who literally worship the devil, want to kill everybody. But a lot of us growing up, back in the good old days of the 20th century, we didn't really notice. We didn't really know. What we're noticing now, it's just that a lot of people are still stuck in the fairy tale. And I, I guess people think that, well, if I put this SS Nazi flag up, uh, I'll wake up and it'll be 1982. And, uh, you know, <laughs> you know, a new car will cost $4,000. I don't think it's going to happen. But um, other people are getting really, 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 really tired of this. And... Uh, they're now acting. They're now acting. What is this? This is uh, uh, this is about the... Lou Rockwell himself wrote up a piece about the schools, about colleges. That's, that is what it is. I'm just going to gloss it. We'll come back to that later. Uh, and now we have, uh, you know, Biden, Brandon, has been babbling away <coughs> about war crimes. Putin is a war criminal. He's a thug. Popcorn. Popcorn. Ice cream. We need to... We need to investigate Putin and all them Russians for them war crime atrocities, such as the latest false flag of the day, none of which is real. Um, mind you, Russia is actively convening war crimes tribunals right now in Crimea. They're going to just go ahead and do this. But, the, but Brandon and a lot of these other uh, neocons <clears throat> and other idiots uh, you know, we need to we need to have a Nuremberg-style trial of these Russians, and they're trying to liberate people. That's a, that's a war crime. Uh, talking about doing this through the Hague and the ICC, which the U.S. has never uh, ratified, and in fact has been most leery of. <clears throat> what is this? This is uh, some some write-up from Monday, I guess, yesterday. Leery of the ICC because hey, if you sanction a tribunal to review war crimes by international parties, who is the number one war criminal in the world? Why? that? And they, they have, you know, people like Rumsfeld and, uh, uh, you know, Dick, dead-eyed Dick, you know, shoot him in the face Cheney. Don't ever go bird hunting with Dick Cheney. <clears throat> or don't ever be around him. 
they, they know that if, if their system exists, then people like them will be called before it to stand trial. But still, and by the way, by Brandon, I do remember, speaking of war crimes, there's this picture of Brandon with Killary and Obongo and the rest of the, the, uh, the trash. Uh, it's like a picture inside a dumpster after, a, after spring break or something. They're all sitting around watching the, uh, the second death of Osama bin Laden, the man who died of renal failure, so said the CIA at a Pakistani hospital in the winter of 2001-2002, died again when he was hunted down, uh, mechanical hound, uh, um, Fahrenheit 451 style, by, uh, by SEAL Team 6, in, you know, back in Pakistan of all places. Uh, they kill somebody. They kill somebody. Could not have been a Bin Laden. Of course, they you know once they killed him, they quickly disposed of the evidence without any autopsy or pictures. Don't ask any questions. Too bad about SEAL Team Six. <laughs> uh, they uh, always assassinate the assassins, except for the one who's really in the system, paid off, and can write a cool book about it. All fiction and fraud, war crimes. Brandon right there, but he had, he's talking about uh, Putin. He can talk all he wants to. That's all we've got left is talk, 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 talk. Um, is what it is. Uh, you know, interesting times, interesting times. My view is that what should be, shall be, or what shall be, should be. Oh, I forgot to keep track of the time. I think we're doing fine on time. Go ahead and wrap this one up. I got to go back and look at stuff. There may be a second take updated. I don't know. If not, we'll certainly be back tomorrow. Oop. Maybe one day I could figure out how to work this. Uh... It was bad enough working with a camera. Now it's a microphone only situation. There we go. All right. Parent love it for the proper post news. Deo Vendici.